ask yourself why to constantly be pushing your boundaries because that's the best way to improve and get as much out of life as you can. Welcome to season four of the Fitness Hacks podcast. My goal this season is to help you shatter those self-limiting beliefs by learning to train smarter through proper workout design, nutrition, and mindset habits. Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today I want to talk about asking why. So I'm very much a a doer. That's what I consider it, right? I like to take action. I like to do, I like to just move forward. If I'm not acting, I feel like, you know, I'm wasting time. Like I like to research just the point that I know what I need and then I go take action. And I'm not very reflective and I realize that this has held me back. And so I also have noticed this trend with some of my clients where they want to take action as well. They don't necessarily want to consider the why behind things. And I don't mean that they don't want to learn. Like we all want to learn, you know, the reasoning for something, but we don't want to take a deeper dive into our response to something. But I've realized that it's very, very valuable that we're not only learning like the scientific reason why, we're actually asking ourselves why. So it got me to thinking like, if we could be that annoying kid, you know, that's like, why, why, why? And we be curious about everything. We'll actually learn so much more to move forward faster. And it's like, much as it feels like it slows the process in the moment because we're not doing right. It's super, super valuable, valuable information that we really need. Like at a certain age, we stop being that annoying kid probably because people have told us it's really annoying that you're constantly asking why, right? But if we could actually embrace that inner annoying child and ask ourselves why with a lot of different things, I think we'd learn a lot more, not only about ourselves, but what actually works for us in terms of a lifestyle. So I think it's one of these things that if you've had a self-limiting belief, right? If you've had a habit that's hard to implement, if you had a change that's been hard to make, start asking yourself why. If we want to overcome those self-limiting beliefs and doubt, if we want to break free of those self-imposed limitations and negative mindsets, we need to start asking why. And so what I mean by this is like, think about it. Like how often do you ask yourself why you have that specific belief? How often do you ask yourself why you believe something is a certain way even? How often have you asked yourself why you feel you're good or bad at something? Why you dislike or like some things? Why you've succeeded at failed or or if you've succeeded or failed at certain activities or ventures, like why you're willing or unwilling to do certain things, like why you even expect that you're getting a result right now for your habits. Think about all the times like we make statements, especially in like opposition of making a true change for ourselves, And yet we never really question why we're making the statements, why we have these beliefs. We just sort of accept it as fact and we never dig any deeper. And I think that lack of really digging is what gives us like superficial reasons for not doing something, but it doesn't actually help us make a change or find a habit that will truly help. So we just sometimes even rule things out. We put ourselves down, you know, without questioning why. Like think about even like, for instance, eating out of stress. Okay, we've probably all done it, right? We feel guilty after, we don't like it, we wanna make a change. Maybe sometimes we'll look and be like, oh, well, I can't be so stressed or I can't have the food in the house or you know, this or that, like surface level things. But ask yourself, like, why did this specifically happen today? What were the different factors in today that made me want to eat out of stress and maybe not able to control, like maybe another day, right? You might start to realize, well, there was just more things on today that depleted my self-control or maybe, hey, I've been really low in calories this week while training harder. So I'm actually hungrier. So part of it was hunger and that I got to the point of feeling restricted. You know, maybe it's because I'm trying to even force all these changes right now. And so out of the stress of that and like now having work or whatever else, I just got too depleted, right? We never really dive into the why behind it to truly make accurate changes. We just say, oh, well, I'm going to hide the food or not hide them in the house or, you know, oh, well, I just had a stressful day and I feel guilty and now I'm going to ruin the next few days, right? I think if we can dive into why and even see this as a learning experience, it makes us feel less guilty to move forward faster, but it also allows us to better handle it in the future. Now, I'm not saying we'll ever cut out some of these habits. Like I think there's only so much we can improve and I don't mean that in, in a negative way, but like 
with me saying I want to be a pop star, right? <laughs> my singing is only going to get better to a certain point, but I can still improve it, right? So I think, you know, things like stress, they're going to get the better of us at points. And I think it's good to embrace that and realize we're human and it's a-okay that that happens. But I do think we can make 1% improvements to handle those situations better so they happen less frequently. Or when they do happen, we get back on track a little bit faster and feel better about it, right? We move forward faster. We have one cookie or two cookies out of stress, but we don't have the whole, you know, carton of cookies or the whole jar of cookies, whatever else it is. So when you do have a situation like specifically the stress eating, you know, ask yourself, why did it happen? Why did I feel the need to eat out of stress? Why couldn't I stop myself this time? Why do I even feel guilty? You know, I'm human. This happens and we've all been there, you know, and even ask like what I could do in the future to change it. So that's the what question, not just the why. Uh, but you want to ask yourself these questions to really dive into things as much as it can be hard in the moment. And maybe we even have to take it and wait till the next day to sort of dive in. We want to really investigate what happened. We want to be that annoying child being super curious about the rationale for something, not just trying to move forward and blow past it. You know, because I think that's what allows us to ask, like, what could we change next time or do to stop the behavior? What could we do to help ourselves move forward even right now or faster, right? We need to pause and assess. And I think getting in the mindset of asking why annoyingly too much to ourselves will really help us actually pause so that we can really learn, okay? Think about even the situation of you saying you can't do something. Oh, I can't do a pull-up. Well, why can't you do a pull-up? Well, I don't have the strength. Okay, well, why don't you have the strength? Because if you think about that sort of pattern right, where we're asking yourself about those things, you'll realize, well, I guess I haven't really focused on it ever. Okay, well, why do you think you should be able to do it if you haven't focused on it, right? Well, I guess I really shouldn't, so maybe I'll focus on it if it's actually a priority. You might decide it's not a priority or whatever else, but I think it's key that we ask ourselves why we believe we can't do something, because a lot of times it's just that we haven't. But we also haven't actually put in the work to get there, right? So that if we do decide we want it, we can be like, well, I guess I haven't put in the work. Let me go look for a program to do it, right? And then you can assess, well, maybe why did this program work or why didn't this program work in the end? You know, or even like saying, oh, I'm, I'm too old, right? That's a, the excuse I hear a lot. I'm too old to do those things. Well, why do you think you're too old? Well, I'm just too old. Aches and pains are adding up. Well, why are aches and pains adding up? Well, I guess I really don't do the warm up or the mobility work, right? We start to dive into some of these things and see that a lot is within our control. And I think that's the power of asking ourselves why, right? A lot of times we just say, oh, this is the way it is. When we ask ourselves why, we give ourselves back control because we see a lot of things we can actually change. Sure, maybe we do have aches and pains, but as much as getting older has allowed them to add up, as much as getting older does come with different changes to our body, right? It's one of these things that we also have to recognize that a lot of what we just attribute or write off as something like age is actually within our power and our control to change. But we don't really realize that until we start asking ourselves why, because you can change your warm up routine to help with injuries and aches and pains, right? You might not recover quite as fast. And some of those things because of the years that you've had them might still flare up, right? Versus if you caught them earlier, but again, that's not really age, but you caught them earlier, but you can still do something about them now, right? So asking yourself, why, why does getting older have to stop you? Why do you believe that age has anything to do with what you're experiencing? Could it be lifestyle factors adding up, right? So start to ask yourself why to really sort of break down some of those beliefs that you have to see what you can control, to give yourself back power, right? So that you can actually make positive changes. Sure, you might never get back to exactly the position you want, but you can still improve. And I think that's worth recognizing. Too often we're like, well, I can't get to X, but you can get better. And getting better will help you feel better, move better, feel more confident, right? Those improvements still make a huge difference, okay? Even think about some of your excuses that we, you know, we make. We say we don't have enough time, right? We don't have the schedule. We have other priorities. Well, why can't you make the time? 
Why can't you work around your schedule? Why can't you do something small instead, right? When we start asking ourselves why, I think we also start to see the nuance in things. I think we see the opportunity in things. We see ways to work around. Because the simple fact of the matter is, like, if you do value your family, if you do value your work, and those things have to come first, and they do limit the amount of time you have, you're not going to change those priorities. So we can either make that an excuse and use them as an excuse and never move forward in some other areas of our life that we would like to prioritize to some extent, or we can say, hey, these are our reality. These are my priorities. So what can I do to work around them? And I think when we start to assess like why we can't make time, you know, why we're not finding a way around our schedule, we do end up finding a way to make things work and still not have to shift our priorities. Because the simple fact of the matter is you might not ever prioritize your workouts over your family. Your family might always come first, but it doesn't mean that you can't find a way around it, right? And by asking ourselves why we have the excuses we have, why we even have the priorities we have, we can start to make other things work for us around the priorities instead of them ending up being excuses that derail other parts of our life. I also like want us to question, you know, why we believe certain habits or routines are bad. And I see this happen a lot because I think there becomes this like association sometimes between habits and the way we've implemented in the past. And I bring this up because I see this a lot around tracking, right? There's this mindset that tracking is restrictive, that it is time consuming. Okay. And any change to start guys is going to feel potentially a little weird, a little uncomfortable, a little time consuming because it's really outside our comfort zone. And there is that learning process, which yes, does take time. But I think we also have to remember why we've developed some of the, the associations with things that we have. Think about the last time you tracked, right? A lot of times our introduction to tra- tracking is with a super restrictive diet. It's with calorie counting and things where we're cutting out things only. And so because of that, and because we usually have fallen off that, failed, and didn't get us the results we want, we were super hungry, right? There's other negative things there. We now think tracking is restrictive. But if you ac- actually ask yourself why tracking is restrictive, if you look at tracking itself, It's just you entering what you've eaten. There's no judgment there. You could enter whatever you want, right? You could feel any way you want to feel about what you've entered. You could feel really good about it. You could say, hey, I'm fueling to, you know, gain muscle. I'm fueling to eat more. I'm fueling to understand how my body works on these things. It's not just about cutting out. It's not just about weight loss, right? But because we've done it that way, we start to have that association. So I think asking yourself why we believe certain things about certain habits is super key because then we can break down the mindsets behind them. Because if we can change those mindsets, we give ourselves back control. Simply avoiding something is not gaining control over it. It's avoiding it. It still has almost oddly more power in our life because we feel such a need to avoid it. So whether or not we choose to track for the rest of our life, embracing it, understanding it, knowing the power of the tool so that we can actually accurately see what we're doing to, you know, eliminate foods that don't make us feel good or fuel better for our race so that we're not under fueling so that we actually can PR, you know, like all these different things. If we can gain power over that tool, over that habit by saying, hey, I now know the purpose and I can control that mindset behind it. That is what truly gives us back control and power, not avoiding it. Because by avoiding it, you still give it that power. You still have that mindset that something's restrictive. And probably then that's going to come out in other ways where you're restricting through, you know, the types of foods you can eat or whatnot. So asking yourself why is super, super key to not only embracing valuable habits and separating them from past experiences, but giving ourselves back power so that we're not just avoiding and giving that thing still the power over us. Okay. Even when we're assessing why previous dieting practices or workout practices or any practices in our life didn't work. If you think about it, a lot of times, like people have tried, like, let's just say keto, right? Where they limit carbohydrate intake and they say, oh, well, keto didn't work for me because that made me cut out carbs. Okay, so then they go try another diet, which then ends up making them cut out something else. And then they say, oh, well, this diet didn't work because it made me cut out this. Maybe the problem isn't the exact food, right? We usually attribute it to, well, if I don't cut out carbs, then that will be beneficial because I just like carbs, right? Instead, we should dive a little deeper. Well, okay, so yes, it was that I cut out carbs, but 
was it really the carbs or was it the fact that I also felt restricted and started thinking about those things more, right? We can start to see that, hey, anytime I tell myself I can't have something specifically, it doesn't even matter if I care that much about it, I rebel against that, right? And so seeing that, we're like, okay, well, maybe I have to find a way to balance these things in consistently, especially before I want them. We can sort of get to the real heart of the matter over the superficial reason why, and that can help us avoid doing program after program that's basically the same thing, right? Again, keto to low fat to eliminate, you know, gluten or dairy if we don't have an intolerance. I mean, if you have an intolerance, that's different. But if you don't have an intolerance, right? Again, it goes back to the arbitrary restriction. And we're not really understanding why or necessarily planning to restrict that thing forever. So we end up in the same spot, repeating the same pattern. But if we had asked ourselves, you know, like, why does this keep happening? What is the commonality between these things? We can start to really find the routines and habits that work for us. So as hard as it is, to ask yourself why, to pause in the moment, because often, especially with failures, we just want to keep moving forward, right? Uh, I just want to blow past this. I want to forget this. I want to start something new. I want to get the results. I want to move forward, right? If you're an action taker like me, it's do, 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 right? You don't want to take time to, to stop and reflect more than you really need to. But I found that the more I stop, pause, ask why probably far too many times trying to go through the layers of why, the more I've actually seen benefit because it helps me avoid pitfalls in the future. It helps me get over negative mindsets. It actually helps me assess who and what I am because the more we understand ourselves and our mindsets and our triggers, the better we can really program our lifestyle to not only help us achieve amazing results, but feel and move our best and really embrace, you know, a balance or the act of balancing. Okay. So start questioning yourself and your beliefs. Be curious. Be that annoying kid asking yourself why far too many times, especially if you find yourself resisting a change or believing something negative about yourself. Because the more we can dive into why, the more we can learn about ourselves and give ourselves control and an opportunity to make changes and really succeed, okay? The more we can see all the nuances in life. So don't just accept something that someone else told you about yourself. Don't just accept your prior beliefs. Constantly be questioning everything in your life to some extent, and not every single day do you have to dive into every topic. But if you do find yourself sort of pushing back against a change or not believing that you can accomplish something, Ask yourself why to constantly be pushing your boundaries because that's the best way to improve and get as much out of life as you can. Thanks for tuning in to the Fitness Hacks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. If you haven't introduced yourself, message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear what goals you're working towards and see if I can help. For my three-step recipe for amazing results, visit rsrecipe.com.